0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pereco. We are proud to present our host, Lara Wells, with her show, Confessions of a Desperate Psychic. This show airs the first Monday of every month. As a renowned medium from Scotland with a very successful career spanning 25 plus years, she was voted the most spiritual female in the United Kingdom by the people. She's a professional motivational speaker and spiritual life coach. Lara provides insights into our caller's lives that brings clarity, direction, and motivation for them to reach for the stars. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11, and then please PM or email Claudia Pareko with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Lara Wells is a publishing author of the book Spiritual Slimming, Slim Your Life, Slim Your Body. Lara lives in southwest Scotland, where she runs the Tree House along with her partner, Ben a mansion house surrounded by eight acres of its own land, which is now available for retreats, events, and spirit communications. Contact Lara directly for more information, www.lara-wells.com or email wells at Follow her on Facebook or listen to her YouTube channel by the same name. Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time to C-View and listen to all of our shows. For more information, visit seaview1111.net and look on their monthly shows. Now, think of your question and get ready to speak with your host, Laura Wells, a psychic and medium who is real and has sparkle and pizzazz.
1: And thank you, Danny. thank you for that introduction. And thank you, everybody, for being here with us. This is Sivio and your producer, Claudia Pudeco. And I'm, I'm here so happy to have you here with Lara Wells, who is your host. Today we're going to talk about collapsing realities. This is just an introduction. And then she's going to take colors, so If you want to have a psychic reading with Laura, press one. That means I'm ready to have a question to ask my question and I will answer that. So um, just a reminder, June, we are doing a 3 p.m. Eastern time show instead of our 12 p.m. regular show. And it's just for the month of June and then after the second week of July we're gonna go back to our regular schedule. But what does collapsing realities mean? Let's bring Lara to the show so she can explain us what is going on, why are our realities collapsing? What does that even mean? Hey
2: Lara, welcome
1: <laughs> to see <the> you. <video. laughs>
2: uh, actually, I think um, we need to fill them in about how we actually came to that in the first place. It was something that I, I call it collapsing reality. Other people call it manifestation. And um, But I, it's, it's really about the process of bringing into reality and providing space for that, for what you want to manifest. All right. And even whether you're consciously aware of it or not, we're actually doing this all the time, but we just don't pay attention to it. And remember, my phone called you, Claudia, when um, I think Ben and I were out one night. I was off to the spiritual church, and it, it mysteriously phoned you, didn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, what the heck? Wait, why is she calling me? And then I answer, and I could hear you. But yes. it's not like she has me on, on on her phone, you know, like we just talk about, we're friends. I don't know how that happened.
2: It was really weird, because it didn't even register that my phone had called you, and I certainly wasn't aware of it. So, when we connected about that, we started talking about um, the power of collapsing reality, and you said, what's that? And I was like, okay, then, we need to talk about it. So, (laughs) it's a technique, and for many, many years, everybody's always known me for Lara's, like the queen of space holding and space providing, you know, and it wasn't something I ever consciously, kind of, did it was just an automatic intuitive response and almost when i paid attention to it i realized that it was actually my inner self was already calling something in and it was trying to provide the space for this this manifest so Mm -hmm. it's really probably a bit like science and spirituality talk here you know this is the technical part you know when it comes to um, force and momentum you know, the, the ability to exert equal or greater force energetically in order to get a, a response or a reaction of some sort. And then providing the space in order for that um, sort of reaction, that alchemical reaction in our in the ether, in you know, around us that we don't actually see to to, to bring it into fruition. Now we probably do it all the time. Claudia, you know, when it comes to negative stuff, have you ever done that where you've just suddenly thought of something and then a day later it's shown up and become a reality? Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, and then you go, damn, I shouldn't have said that even out loud in my head. Yeah,
1: yeah. or even think about that. Like, like,
2: why?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: well, Buddha said, know thyself, all right? And what that actually has come to mean to me is know how you operate, know how um, to, to align your emotions, you know, your mind, spirit, body, in munition, you know, with, with each other, and also to be in charge of yourself, know thyself, all right? And that, that really is probably targeting the thoughts, all right? Know what you think, keep your thoughts clean. Uh, people rarely talk about it. We talk a lot about keeping our eating clean, don't we? Keeping our diet clean. But actually, our thoughts can be just as toxic as any food that you ingest. And surely, before you even eat something, it all originates from thought, doesn't it? First the intuition, then the logical thought, then it gets transmitted around various parts of the body. And by that time, it's already out in the ether anyway.
1: So what do we do? So what do you do? So,
2: (laughs) so if you make a note... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Um, so what do we what do we do? Right. So we set up what we call posts. All right. As an intuitive, I call them posts. You can't attach a fence, right? Um, unless they're on posts, you can't expect it to stand upright, right? And, and create a fence with you know with wood without actually having the posts which act as a foundation to keep it solid, to keep it going from one post to another. That's right, isn't it, Claudia? Okay, you can't build a house without a foundation, without a platform for that. So really it's about getting the foundation of your ask, inverted commas, you know, right. So if you want to, um, I don't know, what, what would you like to manifest, Claudia? Give me an
1: example. Um, let's, oh, let's give my husband a, a job. A job?
2: hmm Right, Okay. So what you would do is you get your CV done, don't you? You get your, um, you know, you have a look and maybe pick out four, five, you know, six. Don't overdo it because it's all about the concentration of thought, right, and being allowing your intuition to decide and actually go for the one that it can see is actually the most worthwhile um, prospect for yourself. But usually about five is about the right number. That's what I've discovered. You would fire your, your CV out to... Um, the, the people that are advertising for jobs, yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you would also build up momentum. Now, um, that goes to moving energy, right? So you space clear. You, you, you make your corners round, you know, in your home. You get rid of any crap that's there. You get your affairs in order when it comes to work. you get organized, as I call it, the organizational thing. And you are creating a momentum when you do that. Then the ability to collapse reality is to then pull yourself into a holding space, right, of knowing that that the job that actually is right for you is going to come into that space. Technically, you're driving along at a car, say it's 60 miles an hour, and then you slam the brake on, right? As you do that, you relax your energy, right? You go into a different energy. All right, one of knowing and you can feel it underpinning in your solar plexus. It's like a kind of solid feeling in your solar plexus. Sometimes people tell me that they get excitable at this stage. They can actually feel that feeling in their solar plexus of jumping around and and feeling like jittery like a butterfly. All right, so you know that it's on its way. All right. And then um, you provide that space, you disconnect from your flow, go that particular flow, go into another flow of creativity. All right. Now I've got clients, I've got friends, all right. I've got one that goes into caring for plants, right? You know, watering and nurturing the plants. I've got a lady that bakes cakes, she goes into that. I've got two clients that go into painting when they do that and they just let it rip, you know, when they're doing their painting. One likes to decorate painting and decorate and the other one likes to just to actually create art. So you go into your creative phase, right? And when you're creating The thing about us women is that we are creators. We're flow people, all right? And so we're natural manifestors. And your creation then comes to life. You'd like to give that a try, wouldn't you, Claudia?
1: Yeah. No, that's good. I, I got the picture of what you're saying, so it makes sense. It's
2: really acknowledging ourselves that we're not just one thing. We're actually multidimensional. We also multitask as well. And us women, you know, we, we were born to multitask. Um, you know, haven't you always heard men going, I don't know how you manage to pull off so much stuff, you know, because and, and, really we get up and we go, we're going to do that, going to do that, going to do that, right? So really, it's not going to take just one thing in order to manifest. You've got to play to all your different energetic properties, all right? And I find <laughs> that for me, the best time of creating is when I, I, I forcibly tell myself I've got to rest. Now, the interesting thing is I've got five children, and I was always, like, literally hit the ground running in the morning, you know, and I was, you know, eventually worked 20, 22-hour days, and you know, I was working myself into the ground. I was doing three businesses, five children, you know, and I could do better than anybody, and being proud about that. But in actual fact, I was probably taking away my very feminine essence, I was um, burning myself out at a core, and then getting frustrated because the things that I wanted to manifest, the things that I wanted to come in, always seemed to get pulled off, off center a bit. Um, sometimes they happen to people around about me, or I'd be left in a place of frustration. I think you can relate to that, can't you, Claudia? You know, frustration mm-hmm. of, you know, the, the, the harder I tried, the more it just doesn't seem to happen, all right? It took somebody else to say to me, when I was in America, actually, that I was the best space holder that they'd ever actually um, met. I just knew she would continue fire questions at me, and I'd be like, that, that so reflects my intuition, just underpin it. And, and I would go quiet and then quietly eventually say, no, it's actually this one. right?" So I then learned about myself and that we grasp, don't we? We grasp for the potential of what could happen, what what um, we could bring into reality and then get stuck in the whole how-to part, don't we? We get stuck in that and I hate that energy. You know, I always know that if I'm trying too hard and I'm, I'm, I'm getting caught in the how-to part rather than just relax into it, use my feminine energy, use the fact that I'm creative, use the fact that um, I totally trust my intuition in order to bring into my reality exactly what is is right for me. And as you know, Claudia, it's brought me to the place where I am presently in this gorgeous mansion, as you called it on the advert, and um, looking around going, oh my goodness, how on earth did I do that? Well, this is how I did it. This is how I did it. I took myself out the equation. I had a dream when I was four of a white building with pillars and no matter what, I always knew I was going to be in that. It's kind of like, you know, if you go, you know, if you go into eBay or Amazon and you order mm-hmm. stuff from there, do you ever keep emailing the, pe- the people that you order stuff from, when is it showing up, when is it coming? You don't, do you? We don't do that. No. Unless, of course, it's no, yeah. like three months down the line. Yeah. I once tested that that theory when um, I ordered some caps for my son, like, um, you know, like baseball caps, and they mm-hmm. were... Um, I got them from America, but the, unfortunately, I didn't check the address thing on my, and it had my old address, all right? And But they, they must have gone to the old address before I realized, and it, they were a recorded delivery, and they got sent back. Well, I don't know whether they definitely got sent back. What I do know is that eight weeks later, those those hats arrived at the house I was staying in without then knowing where I stayed and without anybody, you know, intercepting them at some point. Those those hats actually made their way to me. One of life mysteries, I called it. All right? Where I knew they were going to show up. I didn't bother the people about it. You know, I didn't demand my money back or anything like that, but lo and behold, they showed up. And it's kind of like that when you're ordering from Amazon or, or eBay is you put the order in And then you go and do other stuff, don't you? Absolutely sure they're going to turn up.
1: Yeah, and and that's true. true? Is that you you just have to to be in that place of knowing. It's uh, like knowing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. And and create momentum with your posts, and then once your posts are hammered into the ground, and it's got a clear, um, I suppose, road to work its way towards you, right? Go into your creative zone, float around, do things that only make you happy at that point, that brings out that creative, feminine, intuitive flow, and it will. you're providing, it's called collapsing reality. You're collapsing the reality before, when you were doing that, creating that momentum. You drop the energy down, go into a creative flow, and in that space, whatever it is that you've asked for, Will manifest. It will be pulled by a magnetic um, ma- a magnetic magnet, really, from yourself. It pulls it into reality right in front of you. Well, so now
1: we noise? know what collapsing realities is and how to use it. Thank you.
2: Oh no, you're welcome. I hope that made some sense to you.
1: Yeah, no, it it, it is in. Um, but again it's it sounds simple and it is simple. It's just we need to believe and follow and and trust.
2: Yes, so instead of actually focusing on the bringing it in, right If you just get good at doing the technique and then you automatically do it. you go into the intuitive phase when you're in your automatic you know like when you drive a car, right. How many times have you got places driving and then because you've been daydreaming or because you've, your mind's gone off elsewhere, you actually can't remember how you got there?
1: Yeah, all the time.
2: <laughs> right. So it's learning this technique of collapsing reality, you know, think of it like learning to drive the car and then eventually you get good at it, you subconsciously do it. Well, that's the the phase of your mind you go into in order to provide the space to collapse the reality, the present reality down in order to manifest a new one. Science and spirituality. There you go.
3: And there you go.
2: Have you felt it's been quite a heavy day today, Claudia? Excuse me? Have you felt it's been quite a heavy day today, hasn't it, with the new moon? Oh,
1: the energy is is getting very intense here and um, it's affecting personally it's affecting myself a lot with the dreaming with with relaxing and with um, yeah with, probably the, the most intense I feel it is, is in, in my uh, ability to sleep
2: but you avoiding going to sleep because of the dreams?
1: Well, it's pretty much like wake up. I wake up at the middle of the night, and yeah. I don't know how to go back to sleep. And maybe, yeah, maybe I've been dreaming something, but I don't I don't remember being awakened because of the dream.
2: Well, with the, the Schumann resonance being, you know, as, as you've actually put, actually, on on the front page of this, the last, well, last week, there was a big shake-up of, you know, the Schumann resonance was like it was time seven, as you said. Sending emotions into turmoil. That's exactly what's been happening. The last two, two and a half weeks, I have persistently taken messages and calls from clients and friends alike, and including myself, Oof, we've had some extraordinary dreams. Right? So like, like you, they were waking up, um, not being able to get back to sleep, because they were so vivid. Right? Mm-hmm. So vivid and so... Um, And some of them were actually sure they'd woken up because they'd woken up almost like they didn't have a solution in the dream, right? They were actually then logically thinking about it and not able to get back to sleep. But I feel that you're you're actually worrying deep down about some stuff, Claudia, as well. And I think it's like... You know, um, you've got m- muddy water, isn't it? You know, if, it, if you get um, storms and you get rain and you get the, the mud all mixed in with the water, but eventually it settles and all the, the dirt, because it's heavier, sinks to the bottom. But it, it's a bit like we're trying to find that little grain within sight that you know clicks into place, and we'll reassure mm-hmm. you everything is going to be okay. But the saying "build the plane as you fly" is actually very true with intuition. It's just that it's such a foreign concept or it feels very odd to begin with like you're doing stuff counterintuitive until you get the, get the hang of it
1: mm, Okay, I will okay, so, so Lara, are you ready for your callers? Do we have callers
2: today, do we? Yeah, we do Great Okay then, yes. let's
1: hear from them So we're going to go first to Arizona and let's bring Patricia to the show. And I'm going to go take names while you talk to her. Patricia, welcome to see you.
4: Hi, thank you.
2: Hi, Patricia. How are you?
4: Hi, Hi Laura. I'm doing good. Thank you. Good. I enjoyed uh, listening to uh, your talk, and it makes a lot of sense.
2: <laughs> ah, thank you. You know, sometimes when I'm talking, I think it makes sense to me in my head, but you know, have you ever done that and, and actually described something to other people and then suddenly thought, have I lost them?
4: <laughs> so yeah, yeah.
2: Good. So you going to give it a go, or are you the collapsing reality part?
4: Well, um, I I do have a lot of dreams at night, definitely, and a lot of of them do come true. And um, lately, I've I've had a lot of things going on. I've uh, disassociated with my family after my father died. Um, There was a lot of issues and jealousy, and I I do want that to be cleared up. I did have a sister that I told her never, ever to contact me again because she had been uh, toxic all my life, so I took that opportunity to do that. And I do want to make sure that that's going to be cleared, um, and eventually, you know, soon I'll have more peace in my life because I'm trying to to manifest uh, another creative, part-time job for myself, and I'm still unclear about that, so that's why I'm calling today.
2: Okay, then. So, first of all, I'm so sorry that you lost your father and you've been through such a stressful time. Death does funny things to people. It either brings people closer together or, you know, then you start to notice all the problems and they blast them, you know, quite far apart. So it's obviously done the latter for all of you. And for the first time, you're actually standing up for you. Yes. Yeah, but it probably didn't feel great, did it, to begin with? It probably hasn't felt great.
4: No, because it's them against me, and it's like I've done all the work, and I just, there's no appreciation. There's been jealousy all my life, and I've had to deal with that all my life. Okay, so now you don't,
2: now with your dad passing, you don't need to do that anymore. Right. Okay, you don't need to, but it's kind of like... Part of you's also died as well, Patricia. And because you did that for so long, there's a grief process, right? If you're removing it from your 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 father now, okay? In in you, because you've been used to doing that, then you no longer have to do that. It creates a space, doesn't it? It creates a a place that can feel quite empty, and you don't really know how to fill it. And it's a bit like, I describe it to my clients, It's like chopping off an arm and a leg, right, and then expecting ourselves to function with one arm and one leg, and then we wonder why we're feeling like there's something missing here, right? Mm-hmm. You've either got to grow a new arm and leg, right, or you've got to get good with the ones that you've got, and actually you've probably just discovered that actually, there's loads of stuff about yourself that you never knew. You know, you no longer have to be ashamed of feeling that way, You no longer have to um, pretend to be somebody you're not. But when you're trying to fulfill other people's expectations all the time and always cater to them, we sometimes forget about catering for ourselves. But, you know, imagine it being a plate of food and you've given all your food out. You now need to cook more of the food that you like and put it on the plate just for you. And here, I've picked some cards as we've been talking, you know, and I have to say it does look... Financially, things are they are not bad. They could be much better. They're not bad, all right? And, you know, love and money, the vibration, if you remove what they're called, the vibration is, is pretty similar to each other. So they often get mistaken that when we feel unloved, you know, it can affect our financial you know, ability to attract money as well and our ability to get the jobs that we desire and this, that, and the other. But it says that the next three to four weeks is actually a very – We'll put it this way, it's like it's a very busy time for you and you are, what will feel like you're juggling a lot of balls at the same time, all right? And learning to, to move through the stress part, the only way out is through, all right? You can't avoid the pain with this. You can't avoid what's happened, but you, you have to find peace with that. And the best way to do that is to move forward into a new part of your life. Here's what I would do is I would get a piece of paper and I would write nine times, right? So say I wanted to create a new, a new job, nine times I would write it on a piece of A4 paper. Then I would fold it nine times, okay, and then put it in an envelope
0: because
2: that, that concentrates it, right? You, know, you heard us saying that the, the, the pen is mightier than the sword, right? When we write something with a pen, from thought, we give it power. Okay. That's why writing books is so powerful for other people to read. All right, you know, they have the ability to carry your emotions along and, and all sorts of stuff. You know, it can affect the change, people, and you're going through a transformation at the moment. So the cards here are asking you to be brave enough to let go of what, you know, you've you made all the right um, moves as far as you're concerned, and now we need to move you into that place of acceptance, all right, and let it go. no longer serves you. If your thoughts go back there and try and pull you into that and try and analyze to try and understand things, right, you've already moved through that part. All it's doing is just taking an unpaid rent in your head. And this there's a problem with, with with controlling the thoughts in that way, which can run away, and as you know, they can come out in the dreams because you were mentioning the dreams, right? And your, yeah. your mind is... Your intuition is so trying to talk to you, I feel, right now, but it's doing a lot of sorting out in your inner drawers up there, right? Your, your cabinets and your units and your wardrobes. So in response to that, right is clear your own wardrobes out. Clear your own drawers out. Get rid of any clothes and um, shoes and stuff that you've you kept, you know, that, that you no longer wear, right? Really, really be ruthless. Give some away to charity. If there's some that you can sell, pop them on eBay and sell them. All right, so what we're doing is we're actually proactively shifting energy. Now, the human resonance has been time seven, which means the vibration from the earth connecting with cosmic influences and forces and what all the planets are are doing right now, is kind of moving the particles around with us at at, um, quite a speed, actually, a bit like one of the rides at the fair, you know, like at the circus. All right, but it's going to settle down soon, all right? And it also says that if you need to move from where you're staying, you're going to be doing that. But first of all, the new job will manifest itself the one that connects with your heart, raise your vibrations. it's got here eating more fruit and vegetables, right, so go, so go for maybe cleaner food, right, and sending love to your body and take some time for you, even if it's 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, just um, lying you know, on the bed, just focusing on your breathing. It doesn't have to be a meditation, just your breathing and the rhythm of your breathing. Does that make sense, Patricia?
4: Yes, it does, and I I do do that. Yes, I just want to make sure that things are going to cleared up, you know, with my family. They're going to leave me alone. I'm going to move forward. Uh, the dream job of my heart is going to come through. <laughs> That's all that that I needed to know.
3: What's your dream now. job?
4: You know, I don't even know now. I mean, I I love nature. I I love. Working with nature, working with plants, working outside, working with children. And so I haven't put that together yet, but um, I just, I need something to come through. I need to understand what it is that I, I need to, to do.
2: Okay, so in, if, you, if you forget about looking at, you know, job things or your heart, what, what would you do all day for nothing with money were no issue?
4: I'd probably work outside, uh, pull weeds, and keep the earth clean. I mean, that's what I love.
2: Okay, then. Right. So the only jobs you should be applying for are ones that are, like, do you have garden centers where you are, you know, where they sell plants and things? And do you have
4: those? Yeah. Own- yeah. Uh, or maybe- yeah, I'm, I'm looking parks. to go on my own, yeah, to clean clean yards and and stuff like that on my own.
2: Yes. You know, I know somebody that actually looking for a yard person.
4: <laughs> What's that?
2: I, I do know somebody looking for a yard person. It's just really strange that you said that, about the word yard, you used the word yard. And and I thought, yeah. oh, wow, a, a really good dear friend of mine is looking for a yard person, but I'm not sure geographically where you are compared to her, if you know what to mean.
4: Oh, no, I'm in the southwest. <laughs> You're in the southwest
2: of, of where?
4: Uh, right now I'm in Arizona, but I go back and forth from Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico.
2: Ah, right, okie dokie then. Right, so that's what your heart's saying that you should do, all right? Get into the creative, creativity part of that. You're bound to have lots of plants and things surrounding you at home, have you? Do I what? You've got lots of plants and things at home that you, that you oh, care yeah. for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. get into your flow to do with that one, right? Really enjoy it. Throw yourself into it, right? And then go and look for the job from that energy.
4: Yeah. That's okay. what I'm starting to do, yeah. Great. It's just getting the people that want to pay for it <laughs> is the problem. Well, yeah. you're worth
2: paying. you're worth paying for it. Yeah. They're absolutely worth paying for, it. and I totally hear you. It's what other people give value to, isn't it? Really, it's sometimes a bit warped, but um, th- there is a lot of value in what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I myself had um, a woman come to the door. Actually, I'll, I'll give you a, a quick story. We had a German party of people staying at our house, and we'd only been here a few weeks. It was the like acres, and they were professional gardeners, Patricia, Right. Now it's been years since I've actually tended to my own garden, okay and I had eight acres and I was like, oh my goodness, a lot overgrown, you know there was flower beds that he dug over and I was all caught in that and you know lo and behold, a couple of days you know later after I'd kind of like thought oh I don't, I don't know what to do I thought i'll just I'll just hand it over. This woman came knocking at my door she came to my door and knocked, saying that she was a gardener and would I possibly be able to give her some work for a few weeks? I was like, you've got to be joking, of course. Come on in, you know. <laughs> right. Um, and what she did, yeah, she targeted estates, you know, big houses that had lots of ground that they need, um, grounds people, yard people, gardeners, you know, in order, because those gardens need tended to 24-7 practically, as you know. Yeah.
4: yeah okay.
2: And she went knocking on doors, right, it's a very old-fashioned way. Most people do it online and stuff now. But I tell you what, within a week, not just got us. She's got a couple of other people as well. So, um, and I, you know, my partner was like, oh, I'm not so sure about this, you know, and what I guess in a way, we are just saying we needed it, and she showed up. So you don't say no to the universe, do you? No. <laughs> right. Turn it around the other way. The, um, some of those people in those houses are probably there right now saying, oh, my goodness, I need help. Yeah. So go for a drive in the car or take a bus or go for a walk and just go where you feel pulled to go. You know, take a card in, take you know, get some leaflets done, and hand them in.
4: Yeah.
2: It worked for me, and, and this woman at taking on this woman, so it's bound to work for me. I hope that helps you anyway, Patricia.
4: Yes, it does. I thank you so very much. You're very welcome. I'm calling you. <laughs> a bit more
3: than for there,
1: but yeah, thank you. And thank you, Patricia. Okay. So now we're going to continue. So let's go to New York, and let's bring. Lisa to the show. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you?
2: I'm great, thank you. How are you?
1: Not bad. I'm just relaxing.
2: That's good. What's your name again? Sorry, I missed your name before. Oh, it is Lisa,
1: L-I-S-A.
2: Lisa. Good to meet you, Lisa. How can I help
1: you? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I could just call me in for a general, or should I ask a question? It's regarding uh, It's regarding my uh, trying to get back into acting. I just want to see what you pick up on that.
2: Okay. You've got a wonderful voice, by the way. I'm sorry?
1: You've got a wonderful voice. Thank you. My acting teacher always <laughs> told me to use it. Even told me I should sing, but I'm like I'm too shy to sing, but because I'm all into business at the same time, but you never know,
2: (laughs) absolutely. What star sign are you, Lisa?
4: I'm a Leo. You're
2: Leo. Oh, so your birthday's coming up, you know, in the next um, in Gemini at the moment, so two signs along. And Leo's happy, even they're quite comfort creatures, Leos, you know, they do tend to stick at what they know. Um, and they like to put 150% effort into that. So if you feel that what you're doing at the moment, you've been putting a lot of effort into, it can be difficult, you know, to come away from that.
3: Yes, I yes.
2: You know, um, that's security, and as you know, Leo the lion, they love nice things round about them. They love to be secure. They love to know that where they stay is, belongs to them, you know, and they don't like anything that... I suppose uproots or threatens to uproot that in any way. Yet you sound like you've got such a you're clearly a creative, you know, as well.
1: Yeah, I am. Yes. Uh huh.
2: So you're, you're you're quite multidimensional. So you've got you need the job to bring the money in, type, bit, or the business to bring the money in, and then but the other side of you is just dying to to express yourself. All right, and it's, it's 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 good to be different people, isn't it? It's kind of like a holiday.
1: Yes, exactly.
2: Actually <laughs> so when you don't get to do that. But I tell you what, I think you've got an amazing voice and um the the cards that I've picked here, it's about we've got the dragon which is stepping into your power. Have you ever tried coaching people?
1: Coaching people? No, I have not. I, I haven't, but I can. Yeah, like
2: coaching, teaching, educating, that sort of thing. All right, because it's that you've got that kind of authority about you and your energy. I can hear it in your voice, Um, and you're not afraid to take the stage anyway. So, um, but that can also kind of you can be different people in that as well. And the Earth sign after Taurus is is Virgo, which is the end of August, September. Now it says this is the ideal time for you to make a move on the other side that you're talking about with your creative energy. All right, the end of August, September. So yes. it's great to go into acting again. I can actually see you do some theatre. Really? Yeah. Have you done theatre before?
1: Yeah, I, 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 I've done it, but I have done it, but nothing major.
2: Yeah. No, I think you can do theatre. I think you... um And perhaps that's... Maybe you said your friend said about singing or whatever, but that could be why they felt the singing part... You. If you're doing acting and singing along with the acting, it's like for a reason rather than just sing a song, right, for the sake of it. So, um, but certainly here, stage, acting, I can also see you teaching, coaching, and educating as well, all right? So I feel like you've got quite a lot for for the next six months. You're actually evolving probably more than what you maybe originally give yourself credit for. If you can kind of let go of the reins a bit where you are and allow yourself to step into that that higher power that you've got, apparently she's capable of taking you quite a long way. All right. I mean, uh-huh. successfully take you a long way. It also says oh. as well here not to be afraid to shine that um there's a process. and I'm not sure whether you do selling of any sort in the business, you know, that that, that you do presently, but it says that, that a touch of flamboyance will go a long way.
1: Okay, awesome. like
2: A change of image is coming along. All right. Now, okay. to me, when a woman changes her life, you watch her, right? You, there's, there's some very definite signs that she's just about to do that, and it's as simple as they change their hair.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Okay. So if you get an urge. To go, I'm going to get a haircut, and you know what? I feel like I'm going to be brave and I'm going to get this done, I'm going to get something different done. You know, the inner girl is about to make a significant step forward. Uh, Yes, Mm -hmm. you follow that girl, that's what you do. You let her run and you follow her, and try not to um, talk yourself out of, you know, no matter how odd. And that you you feel that, oh, why am I applying for this? Or why am I pursuing that? You know, I've not done that before. And you get all that monkey talk in your head. Just say, why have okay. you got to lose? Bloody hell, okay. you don't want to get to 70 and 80, look back and say, I wish I'd done that. Follow her. Keep going.
1: Okay, I will do that.
2: Okay, you're a Leo. We want to hear you roar.
1: Yes, you can. Yes. So you think I should do something as well, too, correct?
2: Yes. Absolutely. Okay,
1: that's a little, All right, that sounds awesome. Okay.
2: Absolutely. I feel, that you, I feel that um, doing something on, on in the theatre would absolutely oh. just get all your bells going as well and really bring back that confidence. And I think, because that's what's holding you back, Lisa. I think that you know you can, but it's just aligning your confidence with it.
1: Yes, you know what? That's it. That, that's the key, right? Yes. You're like, right. it's the confidence, yes. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. What's, what's,
2: what's great to bring the confidence out is, is absolutely learning to develop the intuition. It's a muscle in your mind. It's two-thirds greater than your logic, right? And it absolutely helps to keep everything more aligned, make better decisions, and build confidence up in, in a really powerful way. So if anything, I would say that, you know, maybe look into learning about expanding that. I think you're a highly intuitive woman. And... Um, I'm excited to see where she's going to take you.
1: Okay, yes. I'm open to it, yes.
2: Okay, so between now and the end of August September, work and getting yourself together, get yourself in alignment, um, and learn to get to know the intuitive Lisa.
1: And do call us back, Lisa and let us know all your triumphs. And where are you going to be on Broadway? <laughs> Oh, Broadway, so, there's a people, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, Lara, we have two more callers and more to come. So we're going to go with Wendy. She is in California. Hello, thank you. Hi, Wendy. So How are Laura. you? Hi. Oh, I'm thrilled to meet
3: you so much. Thank you.
2: And you as well. You're doing okay. What star sign are you?
3: I was born on July the 6th. I'm cancer of the crab.
2: Ah, right, so you're not far away at all, are you? Your birthday, I meant.
3: I'm sorry, did you ask how tall I am?
2: Yeah, yeah no, I said your, your birthday is not far away. It'll be your birthday before you know it.
3: Yes, it will, very quickly.
2: <laughs> how can I help you?
3: Well, um, a lot of things are going on. I have not worked since uh, the 10th day of May because my hearing aids stopped working. I've kept in close contact with my employer um, and they know about this. So I'm gonna apply for an ADA uh, Americans with Disabilities request so that I protect my job. Um, My hearing aids will be back on the 18th of this month. So hopefully I'll be returning soon after and I also have a new boss. Um, her name, I i was told her name is Christina with a K. And um, I haven't heard from her, but she seems to smile a lot. So I, I, if she does really turn out to be my boss, I hope she's supportive and kind. Her team lead is not a patient person at all. Her name is um, Tracy. And... Um, but I've also applied online for a new job uh, to uh, a vision insurance company that I do have 15 years experience in. Um, So, and that company is called Versant. So what in the world do you see for me? Well, I
2: I picked some cards when you were talking about the the first job, you know, that you were talking about, and it all sounds very complex, doesn't it? And I, I think you're inner system is actually very dubious about going back to that job even though I think you're finding some really lovely reasons to go back but uh, um, your fight or flight's really been triggered quite great, quite massively I think um, to do with the circumstances surrounding the whole job situation there. Um, I do like that for some reason that second job that you mentioned, my energy and my and my gut kind of went up the way so um, I feel that would be a very good one to apply for, all right? I think it gives you options, and I think it'll take you out of that energy that for some reason you just feel like you're treading water in to do with the, the employment at the moment, all right? I just don't feel that you want to go back there. Am I right, Wendy?
3: Oh, my goodness. You gave me chills. You are right. I do not want to go there because back to my my current job because I've been abused, but it pays the rent. So I need to keep this job until the new job actually materializes. And I've applied before at Versant. Yeah, uh, I didn't hear back, but then they advertised again, so I applied another time. Um, I feel like it's a perfect fit, but you know, sometimes they like to take people with no experience. So, do you think that that Versant job is going to materialize, or am I am I going to go back until I get a new job? I know, it's, I know it's not what
2: you want to hear, right, at the moment, but I feel that I think partly you've invested the energy in the job that, that you're already in, and you're, you're holding on to that because it pays the rent. So if you could try and let go of that feeling of it pays the rent move forward energetically, I think it's interesting that you never heard back from the, the second people and I've reapplied for it again. Is that what they're like anyway? They just don't get back to you unless you get an interview. They're not even say thank you for your application.
3: Okay. So I think you're telling me to relax emotionally, and I will do that. But do you see me um, continuously employed, at least for the next year?
2: Yes, you are continued to be employed for the next year. But I think you will, what I call double deal, and I think you, you'll go back to the job that you're in but you're also applying for um, the other job. Now, I've got, out of a matter of interest, I've got an an instinct that um, it's the second job you apply for that's the one that you're getting.
3: Um, Well, I've applied for a lot of jobs, so would the second job be the next job that I apply for then? Yes. Oh, great. And, okay. okay, well, I'll look for it, and it'll be online, right?
2: Yes. The second job that you're okay. applying for, because I suddenly thought, yeah, you know, my energy went up at you You applying for another job. So I clearly feel that the, the right thing, hence why well, I'm saying I don't think you actually want to go back to that job. There's some really dodgy goings on, you know, round about that. And your system is body-swerving it for a reason. And now I understand why. In fact, you know, but I'm so sorry about that, Wendy. Um,
3: oh, thank you. But
2: um, be be who you want to be rather than what's expected of you, all right? You no longer have to be in a box, right? Remember that. It's about being a powerful woman, right? And you're capable of manifesting anything, but just try and deal with the fears. We all have fears. Tell them to get back in a box. They don't serve you where you're going and be brave,
1: and do let us know when they have it goes. So, um, yeah. Laura, are you ready to go to California for our next caller?
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. And I wrote her name is Laura. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Welcome.
3: Hey, Laura. Hello, or I'm
1: not...
3: just wondering, Laura. Hello. Hi, I Laura. What Laura
1: you... here. <laughs> yes. I'm just wondering what you get around career for me.
2: Okay, what star sign are you, Laura?
1: I'm a Sagittarius, December.
2: I call them saggy Taurus.
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, uh, you right? get the you get the saggy Taurus. And I always mean that in, in fun, by the way. Oh, sure. Only because my, my brother's a Sagittarius and I'm a Taurus. I say I'm a Taurus and he's a saggy Taurus. Uh. <laughs> okay, right around career. Well... Laurie, you've got so much love to give. It just needs to be reciprocated, you know, and and, and with a job that, that, that's your purpose, basically. It's like a career move, we're calling it. Very much caring cards here, all right? It's like give, give, give all the time, and you, you love to make a difference to other people, all right? So yes. it's about being in a position to actively be able to do that, you know, as well is the ideal job, you know, for you and career for you. Um, it looks like your career took a bit of a backstep, you know, when it's not so much maybe the job, it's more to do with the people round about you, if that makes sense. Yes. You know, where it's added pressure to you, almost like, well, you know, we often get, um, you know, sort of like we've got to get to levels that we've got to aim for, you know, they've set targets and stuff like that, right? But it's more to do with the energy. I think you're actually very empathic, Laura, and,
3: and yes, I, think I very that, much am.
2: Yeah, and 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 wherever you've been, just doesn't feel like the right environment for you. I think because you're probably one of the only maybe empaths there type thing in it, and you, you know you're on the receiving end of so much aggressive energy. That's what it feels like. It feels prickly to me. And yep. um, and so you know, being in touch with your inner spirit, you know, finally I think she's spoken up and go, you've got to get me out of here. I'm dying type feeling. And um, so you know you've got to reach in order it'll feel like to save yourself. But in actual fact, you just want to be in amongst people that are like you. Yes. And it's not, it doesn't sound like a a massive request, does it? It sounds like something normal. Um, So very, very soon, I've picked the cancerian card, would you believe? And I have a theory that more prominent stuff happens round about when we're born, right? Because that's when we suppose impacted the world by you know coming through our mothers and making an appearance you know we we made an entrance and we parted the energy in one way shape manner or form and so the end of June July it says that you're going to get a a new career move right in July one is going to make you really happy all right and so relieved and grateful that you made the leap now it may feel initially that it's not in your usual area of expertise but it's because you're transforming and growing and learning new things.
1: Yes. So can I ask you, um, I was going to do medical, but now I'm thinking about working in the schools. Could you
3: give me any direction? Schools would be good. That that feels quite good, actually, schools.
2: Okay. Yeah, pick three cards, and they'll say yes. All right. Um, We've got Mercury, which is the messenger of good news and Mercury rules uh, Gemini that we're in just now, okay, and Virgo. So um, during the next four weeks, it's really important that you you do make those applications in the next three to four weeks here because you've got the help of Mercury and we're in Gemini and it's multidimensional and there's going to be more than one opportunity come your way, all right? By the time you get to end of July, August, we've got Leo here, which says you'll be like the cat that's got the cream, okay? You're maneuvering and moving into a new area. I like that the, the, um, the school avenue, the school path looks like to be the best one for you, going by these cars. Okay,
1: so just just put in applications there over and over and over. Yes. Okay, I've already put one, and they've said no, and so I'm getting discouraged. So <laughs> as long as I keep putting them out in the next three weeks, I'm going to be good, good.
2: Yeah, I was laughing. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. I wasn't making fun of That's you. That's okay. One in and told no, and it made you feel discouraged. It just means no, not now. Okay. Okay? Timing is everything, and it's really to do with the speed that you meet things head on and stuff. So when somebody tells me no, I never think of it as a no. I think of it just not today, right not right Right. now, or it's the wrong place I've applied to.
1: I just want to tell you that you're amazing. You've hit every single nail on the head, and please know that you really, really did so, not wow. that you don't know that I'm just saying the validation for you thank you, thank so, you so much Laura,
2: thank you You made my day, thank you no, you <laughs> made you,
1: my Barb. day no, you made my day you made my day, thank you thank
2: you, thank you, you'll get crying, thank you
1: wow, so that's a very good way to end the show, right?
2: <laughs> I was finished good god, that flew in and, no. uh, Yeah, I, I thought we were going to have a little cry there that was really nice of her
1: yeah, no, that was beautiful. So Lara before we leave. Yeah. We have we have three, four or five colours, I don't know. But what do you think is a the theme of today's people's questions? Like like its job, its security, it's yeah. relationship. What do you feel it is? I think
2: um it definitely had a theme of security. I think just coming into the new moon and Gemini as well, you know, where it feels a bit like more out there um, at the moment, the way the dreams have been heading, it's really putting a, a, a big crowbar, isn't it? Like under mm-hmm. under a, 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 a lid and a tin of planes, isn't it? And trying to prise it off just to see what's inside. But um, you often find that things get mixed up before they start to re streamline themselves into a new area. You know, if, Like, I know if I go through a really, really crappy, hard time, right, I know that it's because something good's about to show up, and it's making its way, and it kind of clears its way through all the muddy water first, so it feels like a load of shit. It feels like crap. You know, that's perfectly the right time to go into the collapsing reality part, to go up space-holding and do the creativity, even though it feels counterintuitive, right, because you should be doing that job or that job. But definitely security. All women... And and clearly, you know, independent and um, having a need to, um, I suppose, provide for themselves as well, you know. Because after all, if we can't get that as a platform, then we we don't have choices, do we? Or that's the belief?
1: That's the belief.
2: Yeah, that's the belief. But perhaps it's about switching it around the other way, Claudia, you know, of what if we actually handed over to the possibility of what could be out there, take the focus on, on the platform and providing that and see to the other side of it and let that create our platform.
1: Hmm. That would be interesting.
2: Yeah, it's a bit harder to get your head round, right? But with a bit of practice it does it, it does work, but it does feel counterintuitive because we've been conditioned, haven't we, right from when we were babies, you know, to when you grow up, you've got to get a job you know, make money, pay the bills of all the credit that you run up, (laughs) right? So you end up paying it to everybody else and then making more money to pay them and you get stuck in a loop. Makes us unhappy. Makes us unhappy. However, there is light at the end of the tunnel, all right? There is light. Learn to do reality collapsing, and I think it takes the pressure off us. As women, you know, to provide.
1: Yeah, and I like that uh, one of the tools that you mentioned throughout all of the callers and the introduction is that we need to dedicate ourselves to that creative power that we have. So if you like children and you want to get a job with children, go spend time with children. If you want plants, go spend time with plants. If you like art, go and make your art. Whatever it is that you enjoy, Get close to that because that is going to make you um, easier to vibrate in that energy, in that vibration, and that's how you attract the same vibration because you are involved in that.
2: Absolutely, I've lost count of how many times, like with, with clients, and they said, oh, "I want this in my life," but they still stick to what they do. If they're going to make change, the whole lot has to align with that to call it in, right? From mm-hmm. from living a healthy lifestyle to wanting a new car. You want a new car and you feel you've got to deserve it. You've got to visualize it. You've got to feel deserving. Go and take one for a test drive as well or go and sit in a friend's car. right? But you're not going to stay in the old crappy car and complain about it for the next 20 years when in actual fact you've got every tool at your disposal within your amazing self um, to, to dedicate yourself to that creative, feminine, magnetic, energy, right, in order to to create a new reality. And once you do it a few times, it gets addictive, let me tell you.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) 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 That's a good addiction to have. So do you have any last last thoughts that you want to say before we say goodbye?
2: Yeah, I wanted to say to everybody listening that had disturbed dreams and um, really woken up feeling that they'd been in a different reality, you know, entirely. Remember the earth, the human resonance is time seven, and the earth has, has been doing quite a wiggle and quite a dance below us, right? It's sending a pulse through our, our whole system to give it a shake up, but like throwing a pack of cards up in the air and then waiting for them to land, Um Over the next, I would say, five to seven days, things will start to settle where that's concerned, just in time for the full moon to start building up its true magnificence. So it's pulling into reality already that new pathway that you're looking for. So do a shitload of cleaning. Start with the house. Start with your mind. Right, Detox everything that way and plenty of water and really put yourself into that creative zone. All right. Write down any anything that you want to manifest. Keep it simple to begin with if you want, and aim all your entire energy and being at it. Then go to ground as the moon builds up its frequency, and it'll pull what you desire into manifest. Also, no negative thoughts,
1: everybody. No negative thoughts. Larry, no you ne- have mentioned dreams more than once. Would you like to talk more about that on your next show in July, make the show topic on dreams?
2: Yeah, we could we could look at dreams. Um, because dreams, I um, actually take quite a lot, you know, from people's dreams. In fact, even in the morning, Ben and I, first thing we say to each other, apart from good morning, darling, is um, did you dream last night? Because right? dreams tell us a lot. Our subconscious mind tells us a lot. Our loved ones talk to us through our subconscious and our dreams, too. I find them incredibly fascinating. Don't you, Claudia?
1: Yeah, I do. So I would love a dream interpretation or dream weaver or something uh, for the next show. And, yeah, I dream every night. I really do. I don't know all of them. I don't remember all of them, but I know I dream every night. And I guess we all do.
2: We all do, we just don't all remember them. Men's brains are not wired to remember dreams quite the same as women's are. It's just mm-hmm. a, a basic biological fact. So, you know, no wonder men are really, when they do remember a dream, it can really hit them with quite an impact. You know, there's, there's <laughs> a bit of a reason for that is that men, hunter-gatherers, they were not meant to be distracted by getting hung up on dreams and thoughts in that way and subconscious stuff in that way. Um, whereas, you know, we as women... We, in order to see our way forward, we've relied a lot on what intuition and dreams told us even back then.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, the, it, it's our, our intuition communicating with us. Mind you, I've had some weird ones myself the last uh, week, few weeks. If he'd, if he'd spoken to my partner about that, he'd probably give you quite a laugh at some of the stories that I've told. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might him over. I even had one dream, Claudia, when I, Everything was miniature in it, and there was a head of a woman, and she casually got her her lipstick, red lipstick out of her purse. I turned around, she dyed her hair blonde and put the red lipstick on, but all these little miniature people went past, and I woke up at that point thinking, oh, my goodness, what on earth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have had my weird dreams as well. So, Lara, again, we have to say goodbye But I love love every minute of the show. And next show, let's ring the dreams. So people, dream with us on our next show. It's going to be also at 3 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be in July 1st. Confessions of a Desperate Psychic with Lara Wells. And do contact Lara directly if you want to have a a, um, one-on-one reading. Uh, Go to her Facebook, Lara Wells or write to her at larawells.me.com. At yeah.
2: Or if you're interested in, de- in developing the intuition side um, to expand their life, make better choices, and manifest as well. So.
1: Thank you for that. So I thank, you for, you. So well, thank beautiful- you for everything. So have a Thank you. Okay. So that's it for today. So everybody, thank you for listening.